Hey, Lulu here. Whether we are romping through science, music, politics, technology, or feelings, we seek to leave you seeing the world anew. Radiolab adventures right on the edge of what we think we know, wherever you get podcasts. Just to remind you, we're broadcasting today from WGBH in Boston, where the question for so many this week in this community is to run or not to run. I knew that if I didn't run because of being afraid, then they would have won. I mean, that's the whole idea of terrorism, right? So I knew that I wanted to get out there and run and, you know, show, I don't know who, but show somebody that that I wasn't afraid and that nobody should be afraid and that we should, you know, keep doing the race. That is runner Corinne Glennie. Her decision to run this year comes despite crossing the finish line last year just a few minutes before the first bomb exploded. Interviewed by the news team at our partner WGBH, she's a graduate student at Tufts University and a member of this year's Tufts Marathon team. What is that decision like to run or not to run? How to approach an event that has changed so many lives? Mackenzie Loy is one of the Tufts runners. There are about 150 of them. Also with us is longtime marathon coach Don Meggerly. Coach Mackenzie, welcome. Hello, John. Hello, John. So you've decided to run this year, and you were there last year. How does last year's experience come into play as you think about what you're going to do this year? My dad and I both decided to run last year. Um, neither of us finished, and so when we were given the opportunity to run again this year, I think we thought about it, but there was no thinking the answer was going to be yes. And normally when someone says, I didn't finish, it was because something physically happened and you ran out of steam or something like that. That's not the case for so many runners. This year. You didn't finish because of the bombing. No, and when people ask, oh, how many marathons have you run? And I said, well, I mean, one, and then there was Boston last year, and everybody says, you count that. You ran that one. That counts as a finish. To not finish a race, Coach, for whatever reason, is an emotional experience for a marathoner. Talk about that. That's, you're right, John. And I've met with several runners over the years that have not finished the race due to uh, injury-related or not dieting properly or drinking or hydrating or pacing. And if they finish one mile less of the race, the next day they are distraught emotionally. And when we met the, the next day after the marathon last year, that was on my mind a lot. And I tried to explain to them that although they didn't officially finish, in my mind, they were finishers. So what is it like this year? How does the events of a year ago play into the training, to the lead-up? Uh, you heard uh, Corinne Glennie there talking about how I'm going to show somebody something. Ironically, I've, I've never talked to the group about it because there's so many new runners this year, the, 100, the team of 100. I don't want to take away from them the pleasure, the anticipation, the excitement, the thrill of getting ready for the marathon. And I don't want to put in their mind that everything is suspect about the negatives, the bad side of it, the potential terrorist threats. Mackenzie, fear, distraction, do you put it out of your mind? Do you embrace it? Do you want to show somebody something like Corinne? I think a race, it's an emotional roller coaster anyways. And you're shooting for something so hard for, you know, months of training. And then the actual race dates, something like three, four hours, you're going for the same goal. Um, so to not finish, I think all of us feel that we either just for closure or to prove something, um, but also just for ourselves to know that we can finish that and that we were going to um, and that nothing will stop us. So, On some level, though, the Boston that you saw a year ago will look a little bit different. There'll be subtle signs of the security presence, of uh, the extent to which you're kept away from the audience, the people standing by the side of the road. What's that going to be like for you, Mackenzie? 
I think one of the best things about Boston is the support that occurs along the route. So I just hope that it doesn't take away from that. But at the same time, you know, any safety precautions, I'm okay with that (laughs) at the same time. Sure. You know, Mackenzie talks about the most powerful thing about the Boston Marathon, New York Marathon, these marathons that have grown as spectator sports, that encouragement that you get. Just watching for things that could happen, it was extraordinary. Uh, And this year, what's that crowd going to look like to you? Are you going to be able to get close to it? Are you going to be at the finish line? the last nine years, my big thing with the Tufts runners has always been at the finish line. To greet them, as I like to say, the Tufts runners are leaving Hopkinton and they're running to Don. And to not be there, for me, it's a difficult thing to deal with. And I found out three weeks ago because of the regulations and restrictions. So I've dealt with it. I've gotten over it. But I want to explain to the runners before our team dinner that I won't be at the finish line. But at the same time, they're still running to the finish. They're running to Don. They're running to their families. And they're running to their friends. That's an emotional situation for you. you this will it, be like it, no it other of the marathons you've If you coached. can see some of the pictures of the kids finishing, they look like they're grimacing. They're in pain, but they're in pure pure satisfaction, pure joy, pure emotion. It is something only when you finish that marathon. You, the next 10 seconds of your life, everything changes. It's extraordinary. The distance runners talk about how there's a pain associated with running and that at a certain point in a race, you, you project your mind forward to this is over. Will you be glad for a lot of other reasons, too, to be beyond this, Mackenzie? I haven't even thought to the day past. Um, I'm just kind of going for going for the finish, and uh, I imagine there will be a sense of relief, but I, know, I can't think past it yet. I, I think there will be also not a, only a sense of closure, but a sense of healing. We had our last long run where we had several, a couple hundred have to cross the Boylston Street finish line for the first time in over a year for myself included. And that was an emotional time. And my mind went right back to the day of the marathon with the bombing, what we we witnessed that day. Coach Don Meggerly is the marathon coach of the Tufts University team. Mackenzie Loy is one of the 150 runners who will be running the Boston Marathon this year. Mackenzie and Don, thanks so much. Thank you so much, John. Thank you, John.